All right, we're recording. Season one, episode one, introduction, get real. Gavin, we've done it. Yay, we're we, recording. We are finally <laughs> recording our first podcast episode. Yay, exciting. And I'm super excited about it. Me too. Thank you for patience and getting all this set up and researching the equipment and all that good stuff. It's awesome. This is so much more than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> There's a lot to it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how. People have must have people to do this for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. That are way, <laughs> way more well-to-do. I have no idea. But, you know, it's exciting to have all of this equipment, to be able to do the podcast, and to be able to serve whoever decides to listen to the podcast. Absolutely, That's, which is going to be everybody. You need, yeah. to get, you need to get your confidence going a little bit more there, Josh, because everyone's <laughs> going to, we're going to be very entertaining. Everyone's going to want to listen to this. I, I can guess, tell you that right I'm now. I'm really, really humble when it comes to that, you know, so I'm really grateful when people decide to carve out a chunk of their time and, and listen to me or Absolutely. listen to us. You know, I think that time is really valuable. We know that, right? Yeah, um, and so when people decide to take time out of their schedules and, you know, listen to someone or something, that's a, that's a huge compliment. So I'm really happy for that. So anybody out there who's deciding to listen to this, to tune in, all of our friends, family, support, all those people, new listeners, new people, clients, that's, thank you. Thank you. So we are. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for your support. Yeah. So really what, what we wanted to do is basically give you an intro about what's going on, what we're doing what we're trying to do, and uh, who, who we are. Um, so again, my name's Josh Morgan. Uh, I'm a native Batavian, so in the Western New York area, so for all those people who aren't from Batavia. Um, you know, I grew up here, uh, loved real estate all, you know, for a while. Didn't exactly know how to get involved in it, right? So we, <laughs> we have visitors already. They're really excited about it too. But, you know, so getting back to the point here, um, oh, I've loved real estate a lot, a long time. So, and, but I didn't really know how to get involved into it, right? And so I started, you know, doing different things eventually and ultimately landed on real estate sales. It's hugely exciting, very challenging, very rewarding. So I'm, I'm pretty grateful uh, about that. Um, I would say from when I started to get seriously interested in real estate to now, um, I've been doing this for 12 years. So what, so Josh, for those that don't know, so kind of you're also known as is the renovating realtor, Josh, what was, what was your spark that got you into like, Hey, maybe I should buy my own house. Oh, Hey, maybe I should buy an investment property and take those things on yourself for renovating. What sparked that? Well, I think when you get into that field, I mean, so when you get into anything, really, you either have more money than time or more time than money. And so I think when you start out, I had more time than money. And so you had to kind of bootstrap it, right? You had to learn. You had to put some time. You had to read some materials. You had to educate. I had to educate myself. And that's what I've spent doing. I've spent educating myself, going to different associations, reading online, watching even YouTube videos, Googling things. Um, attending any classes I can. I also, you know, before I was in real estate sales, I was in, you know, industrial maintenance. So I had a maintenance background. I'm mechanically inclined generally, but not so, it doesn't always translate into carpentry Mm -hmm. or plumbing or, you know, it's not, those weren't all necessary skills that I've used in that, in that 
line of work. So I've had to learn them, I've had to improve them, and I've had to figure out, you know, what's going on there. Um, you know, so that's really why I decided to also go down that path. What it turned into for me is kind of like a brand. Is, yes. And I'm kind of trying to lean into that as well, you know, and trying to stay with that and kind of continue that line of education. I found that when I work with my clients and I can speak to those things, um, it puts them at ease. Mm -hmm. Because when you walk through a house with a client and they see, you know, foundation issues. I always used to think foundation issues, death of a house. Don't touch it with a 10-foot sure. pole, run the other way. <laughs> I've been volunteering with Habitat for Humanity. We took the side of a house off. And we bridged, you know, bridged a foundation up, replaced the whole side of a house. It was held together. With, I didn't even think it was possible. It is possible. Yeah. It's just effort, you know, and you can you can do it. You Especially can do these things. Especially in an area like where we are, we we have an aging inventory of homes, and so it's like pick your flavor: 1880, 1920, 1940, etc. So, we're dealing with a lot of old homes. So it's amazing that you've leveraged your curiosity into experience and service and that's also becoming part of your expertise so that you can help your clients help yourself help everyone kind of develop their knowledge of housing and how to acquire a property yeah i think that's that is the main word there that you kept using was help is help if you center everything you do around help helping serving um, you know, client servitude, you know, being able to serve your clients where they are, where they need you, yeah. be a resource for them and be a place where they can come for answers and that you can deliver that. Yep. I think that you're going to position yourself or I'm going to position myself, try to as, a, you know, the authority, right? Yeah. And, and be that person be like, well, Josh knows the answer. I can ask him. Sure. And maybe I don't, but I'm going to go try and find that answer. But then answer. you'll go find the answer. Yes, because another thing, too, I have a business and management background. And it's like you don't always have to know the answers. And I don't know is a proper answer. But you can You're say, resourceful. I will, I will let me find that out for you. Yeah. I will get back to you. Absolutely. I will follow up with you on this date. Absolutely. So a couple of things, if you haven't taken that away from um, our audience out there about Josh already, that um, he is a helper. He is resourceful. Um, he is organized. As much as you think you're not, you are. Nah, sometimes. It's and hard. and it, it is always about help with Josh. And so if you're not also aware of his Cool Tool Tuesday, which is an, an effort to help people, but it's really awesome online. If you follow us on Facebook, I think, are you posting um, Cool Tool Tuesday to Instagram as well, or is it just a Facebook thing right now? I think now? it, so I, I uh, prepare it through Facebook. It trickles down into, it filters down into Insta. Okay, cool. And awesome. so it is there. Check yeah. it out, guys, because it is always exciting to see what he comes up with. It's not just about a hammer. It's about systems and things like that. So when Josh is telling you he has a background in business administration, et cetera, I think you bring that um, set of skills and expertise to to the job as well. And I always think that the best real estate agents have a background in that's a variety of different things, experiences, whether it was professional or hobbies or interests, et cetera. I think we're all teachers at heart. We're all helpers at heart. Um, if not, I don't know how you survive in this business, quite frankly, but I think when you have all these other experiences and you bring it to real estate and you're helping your clients, your sellers and your buyers, it makes you that much more strong. Yeah, I think it's a, an idea of lifelong learning, right? So if you're a lifelong learner and you have that curious mindset throughout everything that you do, yeah. I think you're just going to be in a, you know, 
a better place. You know, you might not know everything. You might not be an expert. I don't really like that word because people are too quick to sometimes, de- oh, he's the expert. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I dabble. I just dabble. I don't know. Like, sure. I know a few things, right? But if you're continually being curious about the subjects that you're interested in, yes, um, you know, you're going to be a lot more successful in, in life, in life in general. Sure. And I'm not talking about monetarily. I'm not talking about, you know, in, in business or anything. Just successful. I think you're going to be happier and, and it's going to be a better life for you. What, you know, enough about me though. What, Kevin, what about you? What do you What do you have? You There's a lot, I like, there's I like a lot the, here. I think the format's good that we're kind of interviewing ourselves. I think that's 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 a natural for us. Well, um, so we're going to have to do this with other people, too. Yeah, so exactly. In which we are, guys. We're going to be interviewing other people, too. Um, my background in real estate. Well, um, anyone that knows me, um, and if you don't, regardless, I am born and raised in Batavia, New York. Uh, so I'm a native Western New Yorker and very proud of it. Um, in my background, um, if you know me and my family, they've always had a business and an interest in real estate. So I came at it from that perspective. My father, when I was very, very young as a child, um, was a licensee. He was a salesperson for a short amount of time, but he was really invested in the doing. And my parents, if you know anything about them, are incredible business people and borderline workaholics, not borderline full-fledged. And so... (laughs) That being said, all of my expertise, um, and again, using that word loosely, my experience, maybe I should say, with real estate has come from family because I don't remember a holiday where I wasn't on a house as a child uh, cleaning something out, prepping a house, doing something like that. I had a little a bit of an unorthodox childhood that way because we were always working on a house. I remember moving into our house that was a very much a fixer-upper, and we lived room by room. Um, as my parents worked on that house little by little. And I remember when we finally moved upstairs. So that's in my blood. That's my experience. And I I will let you know, I never thought in a million years that I was going to really take this career path that way. I was always artistic and musical um, and have a background in fine art. That's what I went to college for. I got a master's in arts administration. So like Josh, I'm I'm a, a manager type. I'm organized. I, I'm really interested in marketing and visual arts and things like that. But sometimes you can take the person out of real estate, but you can't take the real estate out of the person. Um, yeah, I lived in Key West, Florida for nearly 20 years and Lo and behold, married a carpenter. So I just, it's always been part of um, my world and the love of houses and the love of helping people. So how was your former education, how does your former education, because I always feel like it, it, throughout your working career, you've always take, you always take one or two things from each job forward. Absolutely. That's how I, it's all transferable that's how skills. I felt. What do you think has been like helping you in your pet, in your past? Like, is there two or three things that you've been carrying forward that have, that have really just cemented your place in the real estate absolutely well from my family the work ethic and the vision and the creativity that's for sure from my professional life and i was in education for about 20 years um, i would say one of my uh, recent careers as a college and career advisor in a high school um, in key west high school go conks that definitely has bridged the gap in transferable skills into my working relationships, particularly with first-time home buyers. If you think about it, it's very similar. So when I was in that college advisor role, I'm helping families make very big decisions that are both financial and life-changing and setting them on a path and a trajectory for the rest of their life. 
it's very transferable to the first time home buyer process. We've got to talk about financial literacy. We've got to talk about pre-qualification. We've got to talk about your goals and we have to talk about everything in between. I often use the uh, language that we're coming up with plan B through Z. Um, I remember with my students that were seeking college admissions that we talked in forms of a layer cake. So we can't just go for the cherry on top. We've got to have substance and cake and filling to fill it all out. It's the same thing with with home buyers. Yes, you love HGTV and Chip and Joanna and you want that absolutely vinyl plank gorgeous gray and white house but that might not be the inventory we have so what are the necessities and not to use your language a lot josh necessities versus wants so yeah. those those things i see in my in my life as an educator definitely come into play as a real estate agent helping my buyers and my sellers i think that's awesome and i think that's a directly applicable to real estate and what i've found too is that i don't know if a lot of people understand what it actually takes to buy a house sometimes you know when you speak to people and you're like you just you just go buy a house and it's like (laughs) it's not a car you know and there's a process it takes intentionality and dedication to be able to be in a strong position to buy a house yes so i guess you could say yeah you could just go buy a house but you'd like to keep that house too exact sustainability is and that's what i want from our, well, I'm sure you too. That's what we want for our clients. Yes. We want longevity. We want a happy home ownership. Mm-hmm. We don't want to, you know, as much as we will, sell your house again. I don't, I, I don't want it to be on bad terms. Right. I want it to be because you're moving up and moving on, not because you're moving out and something happened. Right. And we hope then that you're able to pay it forward and help other people. Because once you've got that first transaction underneath your belt, I find that you become stronger. No transaction is the same. They're not cookie cutter. And, you know, they have their fair share of hiccups, but that's what we're here to be a guidance with. And I, you know, I talk about um, Peter Hunt a lot, our CEO. And one thing that he instilled in me early on when I joined this brokerage was that, you know, it's very important for us to understand what we do is just not buying and selling houses. We are helping unlock the American. American dream for a lot of people. And we're also providing that stability that is the number one thing to have, not just a house, but a home, so that somebody has the foundation with which to grow and realize their dreams. What we do is so much more than a transaction. And that's, I think you were, le- that's leading right into what I was saying. Would you say that agents are, could be, and can be a foundation or and a path to homeownership, the leader, the American dream. Absolutely. But not just in facilitating the transaction. Right. I think there's a lot that we do outside of the transaction. I mean, you've maybe even used the word therapist, you know, <laughs> at some point. Sure. You know, and you're being, it, you're being helpful in yeah. any way you can be. Well, it's stressful. If you don't do this professionally, this is, this can be very stressful. And even if you do perform, do this professionally, it's, it's stressful at some points. Because you there, care. Well, you care, you're, vet, you're invested in it, you want to represent your people. Yeah. These are your people. When you take on a client, they're not just a client. Correct. You know, maybe to some folks, but hopefully not. Yeah. These are your folks. You want to represent these people to the best of your abilities. Right. You want to get these folks a home. It's relationships. And it, and it is. And again, you know, sometimes you don't have control over that. I think agents like 
in our office, I, I can say without a you know, shadow of a doubt that everybody's genuinely invested in helping their clients in their circle and proliferating success for our community. Without a shadow of a doubt, can I say that about every single agent in our office? And I can say that about a lot of agents in our community. I think we're blessed with a lot of great agents. But you also don't have the ability to always bank on that because sometimes your clients maybe don't understand that relationship. And so, you know, we get into these things, and I'm sure we will down the line with the podcast where, you know, I was working with this person, and then they ghosted me, and they went with somebody else. And you're a little heartbroken as an agent sometimes because you're really, truly trying to put your best into that person. And sometimes things don't work, and you don't beat yourself up. But I do think it's hard to overemphasize um, the importance of this being a relational situation where you're really helping people it's not just about transaction and making cash it's about helping people well i think if you do if you do the the small things the other things will come it's just a natural it's a byproduct of that so if we serve people well then it will pay us yep it, and that's it right like in any field I, we're not trying to lie we all come to work for the paycheck right you know we get we need to make money that's Have how the, we that's how the world goes around but if we center and be client focused and help people and serve them well the other stuff will take care of itself i agree so i mean 100%. we're trying to do well while doing good i, I think that's kind of a, a motto as well um, you know, I think that leads us into our next session is it section is why, you know, we've kind of covered it, but really, you know, we've already said it a lot. We're trying to help people. We're trying to help people in our community. We're trying to be a resource for folks that can tune in and listen and do it at their own speed. Yep. And, you know, not everybody likes face-to-face -face interaction, although salespeople <laughs> love to interact with folks. And we hope that you'll come when you start listening to us that you'll almost kind of feel like you already know us. Yeah. And you'll come in and come to our beautiful building at 97 Main Street anytime and feel comfortable taking that next step to develop a relationship with us. But we also want to give you a resource that you can digest at your speed and that you can go to for, you know, another knowledge point. Yep. Right. Everybody is in, you know, Google and YouTube and, you know, podcasts are a new thing and it's a new thing for us. But we just want to take our knowledge, disperse it out to everybody and have it be a forever thing because, you know, we can meet with somebody once and we can, you know, impart that wisdom on them. But to be able to put a file out on the Internet and have people be able to see it and then yeah. say, hey, these folks help me. You should you should tune in. Right. You should be able. They have a lot of cool, impactful things that help me in my transaction. I think maybe they might be able to help you. Absolutely. And I think Josh and I, because we both listen to podcasts and we've gotten some things, some great takeaways. And sometimes it's, a, it's as important to know um, what to do as to know what you don't want to do through any sort of media that you subscribe to and, and take part in. But I think we're also inviting our audience and the public at large to collaborate with us because... We're not just going to sit here in a room to blab on for the sake of hearing ourselves talk. We want to be problem solvers. We would love your feedback, and we would love to know what it is that are your burning questions or um, things that you're encountering or a different perspective on things, especially in a market right now that is shifting. Um, and people have a lot of questions, and like, you know, everyone has an opinion on the market. Um, but the, I think that's another really important reason why people look to a realtor to help them because we have our finger on the pulse of what is emerging in a market. 
Yeah, I think I've used this statement a lot in the past two weeks as, you know, a lot of people are saying the market's crashing. I'm like, well, I don't I don't deal in crystal balls. You know, I don't you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can tell you where the trends are going. And no one knows. It, exactly. It's like the stock market. No one knows. If we did, we'd all be millionaires and billionaires. Sure. You know, and, and we pay attention to trends. We yes. pay attention to what's going on and we be, we're always prepared. We're persistent. We're prepared. And we're patient. And which is why we're why we are professional at what we do. Just like you know, carpenters are professionals at what they do. Plumbers mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. All of those fo those folks are who we would go and consult with if we had questions in that field. Absolutely. I wouldn't try to take on that. You know, necessarily. Maybe a little bit because that's what I try to do and that's what I'm trying to learn. But I'm not going to say, "Yep, that's it. Definitely." You know, we need. That's what we're doing. Right. I'd say, no, let me go ask an actual licensed plumber who does this every day. Exactly. Who's seen this maybe a hundred times and he knows exactly how to deal with it. Yeah, and I think access to our network of professionals, again, it's not just networking with clients, but also networking with other professionals in the trades, um, other people that can help you with a, a plethora of issues. Josh touched on this earlier where, you know, sometimes you find yourself um, getting involved with clients, you know, that they need assistance in other areas, you know, and if you've got a resource or an individual that can help them, that's what this is about. It's the networking um, possibility that it does or doesn't lead to a transaction. It doesn't matter. If you've got somebody in front of you that needs um, information or they need a connection to um, something that's going to solve the problem, that's what real estate agents do. Yeah. We're bridging the, I always say we're bridging the gap and we're connecting the dots. Yep. And so we're bridging the gap, we're connecting the dots. And so why we're doing this is to help people. How we're doing this is we're just education. Yes. Education is the main thing. We want to prepare strong buyers. We want to make excellently marketable sellers. And we also want to facilitate the transaction as smoothly as possible. Absolutely. And one thing I will say, if we're going to talk a little bit about the market and, you know, um, one thing I'm finding, and I don't know if Josh would agree, is you know we were really in a uh, seller's market on steroids for a long time, and that's great. That's one kind of market, and that's great. But I think in this shifting market where we really need to put our attention as we're balancing this market is to help our sellers too understand now that perhaps the value of your house isn't what it's going to be what it was a year ago to two years ago. Right. We really need to look at recent comparables. Um, yes, inventory uh, is still a challenge nationwide, but we need to be able to work with what we've got and to inform our sellers who are critical to solving this inventory issue and letting them understand that it's not about pricing it sky high, it's about pricing it right and trusting your real estate professional to guide you on their knowledge of the market of what's going to get a buyer in there sooner than later. And you've got a window of opportunity those first two weeks. So right. I see that as something that has shifted uh, drastically even the last six months. So when we're looking at comps, we had a meeting today, Josh was in that meeting too. We're looking at comps three to six months now. We're not worried about what your cousin Susie sold at two years ago, what grandma says your house is worth, and what um, your brother thinks. But if, And I think that even in this transitional market, even at three to six months, it's difficult. It is. It is difficult because you, the have, season. you have to take that quantitative data with the market comparables and then pair it with the qualitative data that you're the professional in the market every day. Yeah. And so that is, that's the degree of difficulty that we're dealing with right now because we don't have, say, the three to six months of downturn yet. We're right. like, this is not where we're at. Right. We're not at a bottom, but we're not, you know, at a 
sharp decline. Right. You know. No, not at all. It's the, the sky is not falling. And Gavin, you say it all the time: price, condition, and location. Absolutely. So if somebody's house is, you know, priced right in the right condition in the right location, there's a buyer. Somebody's going to buy that house. Absolutely. And somebody's going to buy that house for a desirable price for what the seller wants for it. Right. And so it's that's the that's the difficult thing right now is to try and pair that data up. Yes. And kind of yeah, there is a degree of prediction. Sure. To it, it's not an exact science as no. it is just to say this is the average I think we should post this. It's a very human thing still. We look at data and we do that to it. it is an art and a science and I think we always have to be reminded of the human element to real estate and motivation. What's the motivation of a seller? What's the motivation of a buyer? And it's that psychology. And some of those things are life and death circumstances. I mean, of course, divorce, diapers, and death. That's another big thing for, for houses and things that happen to. But that's a lot more than 3Ds. That's about understanding your clients and what their needs are. And so that motivation and helping them, again, there's our H word. Help, 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 <laughs> Yeah, hitting it over the head, but that's truly what it is. And so it's a lot more than just sign this contract, let's go look at the house and coulda, woulda, should be this. It's about problem solving. Yeah, and that, so that's, that's our little bit about our market news, you know, what's going on a little bit. And what we're seeing from the day-to-day actions, you know, down here on the sales floors and and in our transactions as well. It's not, no, we're not chicken little yet. We're not gonna run out and say no. the sky is falling. No. Ha, is it, you know, are interest rates impacting purchase prices? Sure. They could be, but they're still low. And until we get into double digits, folks, you know, I do know you all have somebody that you talk to says, I bought my first house at 14%, and they were proud to do so because they weren't gonna spend it on rent. But there is still a need for a rental market. You might be saving and doing that. Um, yes, interest rates are fluctuating, but if you find the house that you think that that's going to be the best fit for you, whether you're a, it's going to be your home or you're an investor, et cetera, you know, one of our new mantras now with the mortgage situation is that you're going to marry the house, but not the mortgage. That house might not come up again. Um, you know, we've have an aging inventory here. We don't have a lot of new builds in our particular area of the Glow region. I do think that we're going to see some of that happen, and I do think that we're going to start to become more mindful of environmental issues that are impacting houses. Oh, I think uh, we have to. Yeah, lead, et cetera. Um, also, I've, I'm getting clients that are now asking, well, where do I plug in the electronic car? And we're maybe not quite there yet. So I think that sellers that are thinking about their house that's built impeccably and it's awesome but you maybe it's a little dated and it needs some updates 100 amp services gonna have correct to you're, you're gonna have to start thinking about these things and so that's certainly what buyers are paying attention to i always say that sellers should be thinking like buyers and buyers should be thinking like sellers and that's something that your agent can help you do yeah absolutely we'd be happy to help you with that <laughs> um so along with market news um you know entertainment it is also something we're looking to provide you absolutely we so, want to be I yeah. mean I mean we can talk till we're blue in the face about all this really serious real estate stuff but on a on a uplifting note don't you want to live in the glow region where our biggest service area is there's so many good things that are happening and because Josh and I are both native to this area and we've seen a lot of things in our in our lifetime in this area it's really exciting to come back home now and see what's happening in the Batavia area and the glow region yeah and I've also lived in other areas as well you know Pennsylvania um, you know 
almost Georgia. I almost moved to North Carolina as well, um, Virginia for a little bit, you know, but I did end up coming back home and, and I do enjoy this town. It's, it's great. It's affordable still. Yes. It's an, a nice area to be able to be a hub. It's a nice hub area. Absolutely. Um, Equidistant between Buffalo and Rochester. I think people are finally, I mean, it was kind of the mantra growing up here of like, well, we're right in between these two great cities. I think people are finally seeing that. And in a post-COVID area where people are like, I want that country living but city convenience, that's where we are here in the Glow region. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to promote local folks, Mm -hmm. you know, and local businesses. We're trying to highlight um, what there is to do in the area. I know Gavin does that really well. Uh, <laughs> I try to because it's yeah. a pet passion of mine. Yeah, and, and she always, if there's a local person that does something, you know, we're gonna, she's going to try to support them um, without fail. Absolutely. Um, she's always somebody that I go to, and I was like, hey, I'm looking to do this. You know, do you know somebody? And that does that. And she said, like, most of the time, she's like, yeah, I got a guy. I we got always, a person. We always I got, got a guy. Like Sanquino's Pizza, they got a guy. Everybody's, they know a guy. <laughs> everybody's got a person that they know. And that's the beauty of it is that you just need to, you know, get to know those folks. That's right. Get to know the people in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you'll start to enjoy, you'll be able to enjoy enjoy this place that we live in. Absolutely. We have a wonderful team here at Hunt Batavia. We have a wonderful community of realtors and real estate professionals. Um, you know, if you haven't come out here in a long time or if you're not familiar and if you're actually somewhere else in the world and you're thinking, hmm, this place sounds kind of great, come on over and talk to us. Give us a call. Give us an email on an unrelated note. You don't have to be buying a house or wanting to sell a house, but I think we're just so passionate about our community and our area at large that we're always happy, willing, and able to talk about what what the possibilities are here and what are the fun things to do. Yeah, we love to chat. We love to show off our new office at 97 Main. Um, Gavin, they can also get in touch with us if they have questions on our on our social, right? Yes, they can. Media. Yeah, so you can go to Get Real Podcast, Get Real Estate Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, we also have a email address that you can email us at, and that's Get Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also leave comments on our social media. So we're monitoring that again on Facebook, Get Real Estate Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you guys. We'd love to know what's going on out in the community. Um, and we'd love to know what you guys think and what you want to see because we want to be a community-driven and community-focused um, podcast as well while educating everybody. Um, but definitely let us know what you want to know. What do you want to know? Because we don't know what you want to know unless you tell us. That's right. And we're here to, as we said before, help you. That's right. So. And if you don't know and you're just curious and you want to see what the heck we look like, we do have some upcoming events coming up that are be pretty important for you to come to. Uh, we are part of the Batavia Business Improvement District, the BID. And so we're really pleased to be participating in the February event, our Beer Walk in downtown Batavia. And that's going to be Saturday, February 20th. 25th VIP hour starts at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock and then the uh, regular hours for the beer walk will be 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. So if you're interested you can buy tickets to that event um, at the bids website online or you can go to the wine goddess on Main Street in Batavia you can also go to Adam Miller toy and bike on Center Street and get your tickets they are selling out um, quickly, so get get in on it and come see us and any and all of our professionals here at Hunt Real Estate at 97 Main Street is part of is part of February on Saturday, Saturday February 25th. 
Awesome. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of a lot more of the Hunt office embedding themselves into into the community. I think that's where they're putting their focus and a lot of their maybe dollars that into the community. Absolutely, we practice what we preach. You know, we're not we're we're investors, um, we're lifers. We want to see the proliferation of this community and be partners and collaborators. And so that's that's what you're going to see in the difference when you're working with a Hunt agent. So we've said a lot of stuff, and we're kind of going to wrap it up here a little bit. Uh, you know, with the entertainment, do you have a, a what crazy thing happened to me this week in the world of real estate? Come on, don't let me. Oh down. God, I do, but I do don't. In my first episode here, in our first like legit episode, I'm not going to quite go there. <laughs> boundary line agreements, people. We're going to have a whole episode on boundary line agreements. I know that Josh can speak to that too. But that all being said, I think everybody's really excited about Go Bills. And the big Go game Bills. on Sunday and getting prepared for that, that's, you know, really kind of is a litmus test to our attitude and our um, how excited we are as a community of Western New York. You know, when the Bills are doing great, it's it, it uplifts us. So let's continue that. We've had a heck of a season with a lot of triumph and tri- tribulation. Um, I, this is so much more than football. Like my whole thing, this is so much more than a transaction in real estate. Buffalo Bills football right now, guys, is a lot more than football. This has really been the silver lining to our community. So we've got to make this happen this You can't weekend. see it, but Gavin is decked out, <laughs> decked out. She's got Bills, everything, sweatshirt, <laughs> vest, all of it. She is, the, she is the fan. Proud Western New Yorker. There's so many of us. It's Bills Mafia, guys. So You went to the, what, last two, two games, three games? Um, I was at the last game, and I'm going on Sunday, and we've actually preemptively, without trying to jinx anything, we've already gotten everything locked and loaded for the AFC Championship should it happen oh, in Atlanta boy. versus Kansas City. Wow, of big, course, trips, big trips. Of course we're hoping for the AFC Championship to be in Buffalo proper. However, you've got to be prepared. Again, guys, plan B through Z. All right. With that, I think we can sign off, right? I think so. Great first episode. See? Just got to do it to it. Yeah, I think if we just keep doing this, we're going to get better. And with the community participation that I know that we're going to have, I think it's going to be excellent. I'm really looking forward to producing more episodes and helping a lot more people. Absolutely. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for everything. Thanks to our audience. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Go Bills. And remember, always, you got to keep it real. So go to the Get Real Estate Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in with us today. We hope to see you next time. We're going to be doing this a lot more, so to be sure to leave us a review and a rating as it lets us reach more people and lets us know how we're doing. We hope you're doing well. Cheers until next time.